Just as a warning, this show contains spoilers, but if you haven't already seen these movies, that's on you. Dun 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 dun. How have you not seen that? How have you not seen that? Dun 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 dun. How have you not seen that? How have you not seen that? Dun 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 How have you not seen that? How have you not seen that? All right, we are back for another episode of How Have You Not Seen That? This is Caleb Kohart, your host, your tri-host today. Uh, sitting across the table from me, my other tri-host, Jordan Eric. Jordan, how you doing? Caleb, I cannot tell you how excited I am for this movie. Can oh, I, this is a big one. This is, one, I, this is one of my top one. Th- this is th- Here's how much I love this movie. Um, I was sitting around with my fiance the other night, and she's like, I want a movie that's light and fun and... Uh, I don't have to think much about. And I said, I've got the perfect movie for you, Airplane. And she goes, meh. And now, long story (laughs) short, I have to call off my wedding. Yep, Um, I understand perfectly. Uh, I felt the same way. Luckily, Margarita did say, okay. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of Margarita, sitting behind the producer desk today, our other tri-host, Margarita Archia Cohart. Margie, how you doing? I am sleepy because we had a show out of town last night and we got home late, but I feel lovely. We were were all out past our bedtimes last night. We were partying like 40-somethings. Yeah. Well, all right. Speaking of uh, 40-somethings, let's get to our guests who are not in their 40s yet, I don't think. Guys, we have have a couple of very special guests today. Uh, I'm going to start this one off with a man who I thought would have been one of the people that had seen Airplane, but has not seen it. I'm a little ashamed of that because he, too, is a fellow KU Jayhawk. Mm -hmm. That's right. Sitting to my right, Zach Roland. Yeah. Welcome, Zach. Thanks for having me. I cannot believe that you have not seen this movie. Me too. It's uh, an anomaly, you know, being in comedy and not seeing a comedic masterpiece. Just, yeah, it's almost everything a crime. I know about you, you're just you. The you you. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how to. Those say are this other words. Than how, yeah. how have wow. you not seen this movie? It just it blows my mind. Yeah. Well, I mean, for some context, okay, this movie came out in 1980. Mm-hmm. Does that play into any of your reasoning behind not seeing it? Not necessarily. Yeah. Uh, We're trying I'm to throw my, you a bone. Yeah, I'm not in my 40s, but uh, that doesn't mean that I shouldn't have seen it by now. So yeah, it's, it's just a complete anomaly. Yeah. All right. Have All right. you have you seen any of the Naked Gun movies? I want to say yes. Uh, oh. At least one of them. There's one that yeah. I remember where he's in a wheelchair. Someone's in a wheelchair and they go down some stairs. O.J. Yeah. Simpson. O.J. Yeah. Simpson is the man. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Pre, pre-stabbings. Yeah. yeah. Alleged that we know stabbings. Of. Pre-alleged yep. stabbings. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get to this next guest. Uh, because going head-to-head today is probably one of the people... I'm stalling as we fix her microphone... <laughs> Is one of the people she's seen it, but she maybe hasn't seen all of it. Our other guest, Anne. What, how do you do you go by Flynn Terrell and Flynn and Terrell? What's the depends on the context. Today will be Anne Flynn Terrell. Okay, today, Anne Flynn Terrell, everybody. Now, Anne, you have seen Airplane, but it's been a while, and maybe you don't remember all of it. Yes, I don't remember. All of it, but I still remember always loving Leslie Nielsen. Fantastic. Uh, he's, he's he's fantastic. Have you seen younger not, pictures of him? 
Like no. when he began acting. Is no, he I, he no, I think dreamboat. he was. I thought he was born as like a 60 year old man with white hair. Makes Me sense. too. No, take a look. Like, I've you never seen him. Go look at some older that. pictures. Interesting fun fact, too. This was his first comedic role. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was largely just a dramatic actor, yeah. him, super handsome. Him, Robert Stack, Lloyd Bridges, and Peter Graves oh, were Robert all cast Stack. for their dramatic acting. None of them had done a comedy before this film. That's probably what makes it work so well. I That's a dreamboat. Right. All right, I, All they, they do. They take it. They take it so seriously, and it just all the absurdity that happens around them. Uh, I, th- I think it was like Robert Stack, uh, either Robert Stack or uh, the guy that plays McCloskey uh, uh, Bridges. Uh, they one of the two of them were like paranoid about. Um, how they were going to come across, and they're like, there's so much crazy stuff going on behind us, nobody's going to pay attention to what we're saying. Yeah, the <laughs> creators of this movie basically created a whole new genre and influenced me 100% on the type of comedy that I perform and do. Um, so blame them. Yeah. Well, let's get into the game. It's already gone on long enough. We're bantering way too much. Nobody listens to this to hear the people on the podcast. They want to know the trivia. So, yes. And you are playing yeah. for a fabulous prize today. <gasps> oh. At the end of this, one of you will go home with this fabulous box of Ruth Bader Ginsburg Judge Mints. Wow. Don't okay. lose your appeal. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. So a lot on the line. Margarita, tell us what our first round of the day is going to be. All right, everyone. Round one is 10-second summer. You will each have approximately 10 seconds to tell us what you think the plot summary of this movie is. You can score a possible zero to five points based on your accuracy or your creativity. Questions? Do the points matter? No. Oh, they matter. They matter in mints. Well, yeah, you're, you're yeah, gonna you're, win. If you Again. want your race, Ruth, <laughs> got it. Gator. Can I have a follow up question to the mint box? Yeah. It looks opened. Has it been used? Um, I took the cover off this morning just because I wanted to see uh, what the mints look like. And they, so the answer is yes. They totally look basic like drugs. Mints, you man. are winning yeah. used mints today. Okay, All right. great. All right, well, thank Zach, you. Zach, you have never seen the movie, so you get to go first. You have 10 right. seconds to explain what you think this movie is about okay. as accurately or creatively as you can. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, your time begins now. Uh, a bunch of people are on an airplane and they uh, don't know where they're going. Uh, and then, um, there's someone, I re- I think there's someone that like knows how to speak jive and then, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. That was, uh, um, they do know where they're going as most commercial airlines do, but you are correct in that people are on an airplane and there are jive speakers. So I'll, I'll give you one point for that. Whoa. I'll take it. That yeah. went really fast. The, there, there are a couple of guys that, that speak jive, and the stewardess doesn't know, uh, doesn't know what they're saying, and so this 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 older white lady comes over and she's like, "Excuse me, stewardess, I speak jive," and it's June Cleaver yeah. that they got to play that. Oh, yeah. The the like the whitest the, lady in America mm-hmm. can speak jive again. Why it works yeah. so well? Yeah. That's the only reference I think I really know to the film pretty much at all. I so. love that's what you <laughs> took oh, away from yeah. this. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, this is, uh, and this is your chance to show us your chops. Okay. Uh, you have 10 seconds to tell us what you think the movie Airplane is about. Are you ready? Yes. Your time begins now. Okay. It's a relationship drama. 
they, he's trying to get his ex-girlfriend back and they're on a plane together and there was some bad food that was delivered to everybody. The pilots can't pilot. He's the only one who can, but he's got some like PTSD with piloting planes and then they do end up getting back together and then com- comedy ensues in the middle. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Nailed it. Oh, I, I think that's a five for five, that's, man. That's, that's a five pointer. That's wow. what it's about. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> it's a relationship <laughs> drama. It's actually... What? It is based off of an almost verbatim scriptage from like a 1930s drama called Zero Hour, which is a very, very serious like drama around the same thing. And if you watch them, there's like YouTube videos where you can watch the two movies side by side. And the dialogue is almost like 80% the exact same dialogue. And it was was a radio play? No, no, it's, it's an a actual movie. movie. So it probably it's like a type of yeah. It's 1957. I watched it for the first time yesterday because it's on Turner Classic Movies, and and you um, watch everything that's on Turner I, Classic I, I Movies. I always do. Yeah, <laughs> my favorite number one channel for me. Um, <laughs> this uh, uh, this is the type of movie, and I think you would love it because this is exactly what Mystery Science Theater 3000 does. Swoon. And um, I, I was just losing my mind over. Uh, over the the dialogue is lifted straight from this movie into airplane, and I'm just cracking up because they say something. It's like I know what's next, but I know the joke. I know the joke that they put in. So now that movie's ruined for you. Yeah. No, was, I think it's even better. Oh. Was this the trope that that directing group used then in all of their other movies? Like they would pull a movie from the 50s or 60s, and then they would just update it. I maybe. I mean, they did. Did we the just reveal ones. their scam? They did. They did, they uh, did. Kentucky Fried movie, and did this they? was supposed to originally be uh, like a movie within a movie. This was supposed to be like some kind of sort of like meta sequel. Um, that's why, uh, uh, like Kramer and McCloskey, those are characters that were in Kentucky Fried movie. Mm. Um, so that that's why they didn't use like the original characters that were in Zero Hour. Hey Zach, are you following? <laughs> You guys know a lot about the... Yeah, we love this movie. It's it's definitely like top two. All right, well, let's move it. Speaking of top two, let's move it into our second round to keep the game moving. Margarita, what is our second round? Round two is called Q and what the A? (laughs) For this round, you will each be asked a direct, direct trivia question. Mm. Based on your accuracy or creativity, you'll have the opportunity to score zero to five points. Come the on, point, Zach. <laughs> the point total will be 100% at the discretion of the judges. If you score zero points on a question, your, appoint, your opponent will have a chance to steal. So there is a little bit of strategy here involved, Dan, because if you think that Zach is going to give us a really good creative answer, mm-hmm. you could for, forego a correct answer in okay. an effort to try to score more points. We both answer the same question? No. Well, no, no. we're going to ask you one at a time. Okay. And uh, if you don't know it, answer it as ridiculously as you can, because that'll earn you points. Um, often Got more. Got it. Zach, because you are behind, yeah. you will get the first Big question. <laughs> question number one to Zach. Ted Stryker was a prolific fighter pilot during the war, but hasn't flown since because of the PTSD caused by his war record. What convinces him to overcome his fear and buy a ticket for this ill-fated flight? Um, what convinces him is uh, uh, love. Uh, he, he, he needs to rekindle his relationship with the said girlfriend. So 
Love conquers all. I'll allow it. I'll give you five <laughs> points. That is, it, it's <laughs> almost like somebody said that in their 10 second recap yeah. and you were able to pull that from the answer. Yes. Strategy. It is the only way he has to save his failing relationship with flight attendant Elaine Dickinson. Mm. Well I, done. I do love the gag when he gets his, uh, his, his flight ticket. The, um, the, the airline lady says, uh, smoking or non-smoking. And he says smoking and she hands him a ticket that is smoking. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like, sight it's gag galore smoking. in this. Yeah. Like, so many sight gags. All right. Question number two to Anne. Ted Stryker was stationed in Drambui during the war, which is where he met Elaine. How did they meet? At a bar. Okay. He was dancing? Mm, okay. Uh, a disco dance? <laughs> oh, okay. Solid. Okay. Here's what Should we're Should I do, do the clapping or not? Uh, you, you no. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give you one point, but there is a bonus follow-up question to this. Okay. Uh, the answer was Elaine was a bar top trombone performer in a seedy dive bar that was worse than Detroit, and they fell in love while disco dancing to Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. Now, here's your follow-up bonus question, Anne. Why did everyone in the bar start dancing, and how many Girl Scouts died as a result? Wait a second. That's a two-part question as well, an addendum. Yeah. Okay, so why did everybody start dancing? And how many Girl Scouts died as a result? Okay, they started dancing because the jukebox started playing, mm -hmm. and approximately three, but <laughs> nobody got the final body count because... Hospitals at that time kept notoriously inaccurate records. Ooh. Okay. Uh, mm, two total points for the question as a whole. The jukebox <laughs> did start playing. Everyone started dancing uh, because the Girl Scouts <laughs> got in a fist fight when one of them caught the other cheating at poker. She threw the cheater into the jukebox, which started playing, and everyone broke into dance. Only one of the Girl Scouts lost her life. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly I'm you could sorry. add allegedly to the end of it. there any. were a lot of really nebulous records kept at that time all i'm right, just saying all right. all right moving on to question number three zach yeah because of his ptsd from fighting in the war and is and his failing relationship with elaine striker has developed a particular drinking problem describe to us striker's drinking problem um, he drinks whiskey and milk um, <laughs> together. That is a problem. Because, oh, that's uh, yeah, it makes uh, it makes the medicine go down. <laughs> I I am sorry. That's uh, that's zero. I'm gonna give you zero. Uh, and chance to steal. Describe Striker's drinking problem. He can't hit his mouth with said liquid. He Correct. misses. <laughs> Correct. Five points. He misses his mouth pouring any drink in between his cheek and his ear. It's a great sight, guys. All right. And back to you for this next question. Disaster strikes mid-flight as most of the passengers and crew fall deathly ill, leaving no one to fly or land the plane. What one thing do the lives of everyone on board depend on? Here's a hint. This is a direct quote from the very serious drama Zero Hour that this film is based on. What was the last part of that again? What do they? What do their lives depend on? What one thing do the lives of everyone on board depend on? That one guy who didn't have fish. Ooh, oh. ooh. I don't know, Jordan. Was it close? It, eh. 
That one guy it who didn't eat the meal points. that everybody else ate. Give her, well, I want to give Zach. Now nah, I want to give Zach a chance to I wanna, steal I on give this Zach one. Okay. What? What? Steal it, Zach. Zach. What one thing do the lives of everyone on board depend on? This is a direct quote from the movie Zero Hour. <laughs> if that helps. Turner Classic Movies. Where are you? Um, the one thing they depend on is hope. Oh. Uh, no point. No point. No point. <laughs> the correct answer is finding someone back there that can not only fly this plane, but who didn't have fish for dinner. That was damn close. Yeah, I know. Maybe if you would have delivered it more like Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> can I try? Yeah. What was the line again? Finding somebody back there who can not only fly this plane, but who didn't have fish for dinner. That was really good. You do a better Leslie Nielsen. Five yeah. points to Caleb. Very good. Five, Five points, points to Caleb. To Caleb. All right. All right. Fantastic. Okay, moving on. Two questions left in this round. Uh, I lost my place. This Zach. one's to Zach. All right. Zach, when Elaine gets on the PA and asks if anyone can fly a plane, absolute pandemonium ensues. Name at least one thing that happens in the few, like in the plane, when she announces that, um, someone gets a blowjob. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, right. I, I would, I'd give that four points. Four points. Four that, points. Well, that doesn't happen when she announces that. But we'll give it four points. Okay, yeah. We would have also accepted passengers are yelling, screaming, tearing their hair out, and climbing around. A naked woman runs down the aisle because the 80s. Yep. Sister Mary is choking a Krishna. Two passengers are dueling with a sword and a Spanish-speaking lady waits on her husband to translate the announcement and then panics. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Final question in the round. This one's to you, Anne. When both pilots fall deathly ill after eating the fish, Elaine has to engage the autopilot. When the autopilot begins to malfunction, how does Elaine re-engage it? God. She gives it a blowjob. That is correct. That is Five points. She has to blow it up through the tube between its legs. Well done. All right. You were almost there, Zach. You yeah. were so close. Fantastic. All right. After round two, Margarita, where do we stand in the standings? Well, we have Anne at 17 and Zach at 10. Ooh, Respectable. All right. all right. Caleb also has five points. Yeah. I have five true. points. Uh, all right. So we've hit the two-thirds mark in our exploration of the movie Airplane. Zach, your thoughts so far. Are you going to rush home and, and watch this movie? Uh, rush home? No. Uh <laughs> It's got boobs. <laughs> it does uh, have enticing moments. Um, I'll, I'll probably check it out eventually. Um, it sounds enticing enough, and I like some good sight gags. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know if it's going to be like, I got to go home right now and watch this situation. All right. Um, All right. Well, I, I do. I, I do have to go home and watch this. <laughs> Even though I've already watched it twice in the past week, I'm going to go home and watch it again. Fantastic. All right, yeah. Ann, how are you feeling Uh just like throwing down your dominance on the knowledge here. I would still like a rewatch. I really enjoyed it. I think it was like four or five years ago that Austin and I, my husband, oh, Jordan, oh. sorry to one up your fiance, yeah. uh, sat down and rewatched it. And it was really enjoyable. It holds up, yeah. Um, you know, and, and not as offensively as some movies like no. Blazing Saddles and whatnot. Oh, no, no. Yeah. There's just there's just so many silly gags that uh, just all over the place. Yeah, there's something goofy going on, 
uh, the 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 green screen footage when they're driving the car. Mm-hmm. A random watermelon drops out of the ceiling at one <laughs> point. Um, an airplane crashes through the windows and a baby goes flying through the air. The whole flight tower. Yeah. The flight tower is the my favorite. Tower. What's happening in the flight tower? And I love Robert Stack. The conversation between uh, uh, Victor over and Roger. Roger over. What's your Victor, Victor? What's your vector, Victor? Guys, you're losing Zach. Poor Zach. Point. You're, you're <laughs> the eyes are well, glazing I'm, I'm gone inside joking. I'm now, yeah, no, I'm now visualizing it based upon everyone's references. So I think when it's all constructed as a movie that I watch, and I'll be like, that didn't happen when they said it did. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we're, yeah, we're definitely not going linear either here. <laughs> no. All right, well, speaking of linear, this line between the two of you is getting very close. So let's move it into our third round. Margarita, what is our third round? Oh, dang. Forget. Oh, this is, sorry. Um, the lightning round is round three. <laughs> Forget all of the effort you've put in so far because the lightning round is about to begin. For this round, you'll both be asked a series of questions. The first person to buzz their buzzer gets to answer a question. In this round, each correct answer is worth 113 points, hmm. completely derailing the progress you've made so far. Yeah. Why did I even answer? For no goddamn it's reason. Fun. <laughs> the lightning round only lasts mints. one minute total, and time starts at the end of the first question. Uh, Zach, will you please uh, buzz your buzzer so we know? <laughs> And there it is. Any right. questions? Nope. Mm-mm. All right. Contestants, are you ready? Let's Wait, do, do funny things still count? Or is this only no. right answers? This okay. is only right answers. Right okay. answers only. Okay. Lightning. No bits. All right. One minute begins after the first question is read. What iconic movie theme is spoofed during the opening scene? And Jaws? Correct. When Captain Over takes a call from the Mayo Clinic, what is on the shelves behind the doctor? 101 jars of mayonnaise. Moving on. <laughs> Poop. What athlete plays co-pilot Roger Murdoch? Zach. O.J. Simpson? No. <laughs> Kareem, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, what do the passengers next to Stryker do after he tells them a story from his past? And They die? Yes, they kill themselves. Uh, who or what is in bed with Captain Over's wife? And The blow-up doll that was the co-pilot. No, a horse. <laughs> the dinner choices were steak or fish. What did Dr. Rummick have? Zach. Steak. No, lasagna. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, we'll have Margie total those up. I think we get it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, hard this zero. is going to be a close one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> wow, not even my general reference knowledge of this film helped me at all. <laughs> all right, well, as we're totaling this up, uh, we want to let every all the listeners know where they can find you, where you guys are performing. So uh, while Margie totals up the totals, Zach, where can the audience find you on a regular basis? Uh, Chaos Bloom Theater in Denver on South Broadway, uh, usually Thursdays and Saturdays, sometimes Fridays. And then uh, I'm also on an, another podcast called Original Understudies, uh, where we do uh, improvised scenes uh, based off of uh, suggestions as well. And um, that's about it, really. And uh, my name's Zach Rowland uh, on social media, uh, but I'll block you. 
All right. Fantastic. Oh, wow, fantastic. So nice. uh, and when and where can people find you and what you're doing? Okay. So you can also find me occasionally at Chaos Bloom. I am a sometimes teacher, most of the time performer with them, but I am most frequently found at the Clock Tower Cabaret in Denver, Colorado, performing burlesque and hosting and seeing shows under the name Vucare. All right, fantastic. Well, let's get down to the business. Margarita, at the end of the game, <laughs> extremely close contest contest on this one. I'm sweating right what, now. Uh, what is our final score? Our final score is a valiant 10 for Zach. Oh, all right. <laughs> nice job. And 243 Jesus. for Anne. <laughs> Congratulations. You are the proud owner now of this tin of Ruth Bader Ginsburg's Judgment. Ten. Of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I, I, I only I only Men's. used it this morning, so it's fine. And give us a little acceptance speech. I fully expected to win these, knowing that I had actually seen the mm -hmm. movie, whereas poor Zach didn't. But I didn't expect you to not know it that much. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I think you should go home and watch it. I think you'll get much more than a chuckle. And everybody should go and look up young Leslie Nielsen, because he was quite the dreamboat. There's Trap. Mm -hmm. All right, and there you have it. Uh, from this dreamboat to everybody else out there. Thank you for listening to another episode of How Have You Not Seen That? Tune in in two weeks when we'll be dropping our next episode. Any closing words, Jordan? Um, I love airplane. All right, there you go. <laughs> Profound wisdom from Jordan Eric. Thank you very much, everybody. Mm, these are good mints. They are. How Have You Not Seen That? is a production of The Rip in association with Moxie. For more episodes, please subscribe. <laughs> uh, how have you not seen that? <laughs>